Hey guys, this is the Fan of Fan Podcast. I'm Ben. And I'm Topless. And for all you grand uppers out there, this podcast is for you. Welcome to season two. <clears throat> we're going to change things up a little bit from season one. This season, we're going to be talking about your best 11 since you started supporting your club. Ben. <laughs> and on top of that, if you're a ground upper, you can always join. So you could do a best 11 of players you've seen whilst ground upping, or you could change it up and maybe do sort of your worst 11 if, if you want to. But today, we're going to focus on my best 11. So what we're going to do is we are going to be rating or, or putting players into the, the positions what I think is my best 11 for Sheffield United. And what we're going to do from this is we're going to talk about why I've put them in this, this and why the formation I chose. And we're also going to have a manager as well. Don't forget the three subs. And, like Jake said, the three subs. So... So we get some plenty of debate. So what's your formation going to be, Ben? So since you started supporting Sheffield United, when was that? What what year was it? Oof. My, my problem is I can't remember my first game, but it's got, got to be in the early 2000s, if not before. But I love a classic 4-4-2. But just for this, we are going to change it up. And we are going to go for a nice 3-5-2. But we are going to have, we're going to change these to left wing backs. And we're going to have a right wing back. It's 5 3 2 one. And on top of that, I'm going to play with a cam. Okay. And two strikers. Hmm. I wonder who your manager's going to be. So, <laughs> recording this at the time, unfortunately, he's decided to part ways with, uh, with the club. But the manager, no doubt. Probably one of the best, if not the best, Sheffield United manager, Chris Wilder. There's no doubt it's going to be Chris Wilder. Okay. And we can always start with a gaffer in the future. Yeah. <laughs> what we're going to do now is I'm going to talk you through my team one by one. And I'm going to give you a bit of information why I believe they fit my best 11. Now, so let's start with the goalkeeper. Or was there something you wanted to say before? I... Nope, that's fair, mate. Goalkeeper, yeah. I've gone for interesting. A, I've gone for a sort of recent one here, and even though he was on loan for two seasons, I have gone for Dean Anderson. Now, the reason for that is he was crucial in getting my team to the highest finishing position since I've been live, which was ninth in the Premier League last season. It was crucial to getting us promoted to the Premier League. He got 12 clean sheets last season. And it was humming and about the other ones, but it was a toss-up between Dean Anderson and Paddy Kenner. But I swayed more towards Dean Anderson. Why, why, why not Paddy Kenner? Why did you sway towards, towards him? Because uh, Dean Anderson, two, two seasons, Paddy Kenner was there for quite a while. I feel like what, what Dean Anderson did in the Premier League probably puts him up there. Paddy, Paddy Kenny, maybe maybe it's the age of where Dean Anderson was playing for us compared to Paddy Kenny, but 
I think he deserves the number one shirt. We've not had that many good keepers since, since Paddy Kenny, and we might not have a good keeper again since Dean Anderson for a while either. Fair enough. Fair point. Um, right. Centre-backs. Three of them. Let's start with the first one. Now, the first one, I'm going to go with the left centre-back. Now, I wouldn't have minded him playing centre-back either. But the, for left centre-back, I'm going to go for Harry Maguire. Now, in terms of Harry Maguire, it wins every header in the air. Yeah. Um, he's good at both. He's good at corners, both attacking and defending. So it can get you get your goals. Um, he's happy to spread carry the ball out, and he's happy to spread the ball either side, um, which can help create attacking play. And I believe he's strong in defence, and he won't shy away from a tackle. So that's the main run, and the the money what what Manchester United end up paying for him from Leicester the, the shows the quality what he can bring to a side, and I believe he was voted Leicester's Player of the Season. Yeah. Now fantastic for Leicester. It was great for Leicester. This one I'm going to start with the right centre back. I'm going to go for Chris. Basham. Basham. Now, again, with Chris Basham, he's everything you want in a player. He gives 110% commitment and he, he wears his heart on his sleeve for the club. And he might not be the best in, in some aspects, but the commitment brings that out of him. But in terms of being in the right wing back, it's right centre back. Sorry, he's again a bit like Maguire. He's happy to carry the ball out and create play. So, as much as he's good defensively, he's also great attacking minded. And he's he's had short spe- um, he's, he's had stints in his career with United where he's played midfield, if not attacking midfield at times. Big now, game player, I must say, as well. We'll remember the goal against Leeds, don't we? Yes, crucial. <laughs> <laughs> were, you, were you there that day? I was there. And, and uh, great scene. Just before we move on to the next centre-back, can you, can you sum up how what you were thinking, how you felt at the time? And uh, on a scale of one to going absolutely crazy, how were you? Well, to start off with, in terms of before the goal, Chris Basham had in, in the first half, he was playing midfield and he had this sort of opportunity in the first half where he took it around the keeper, but then nothing come of it. So it didn't really have the best first half. And like Wilder said, it was it, it was close to getting subbed off before he scored. And it's just the way he scored. It changed the way the season went for us. The momentum changing into our favour, and being in the way in that away end, when once that goal goes in, it was that good. I probably ended up three, four rows in front of where I was was stood at the time. But it's memories. What'll last forever? It is, mate. And uh, your next, your final centre half. Now, interesting. the final centre half is also going to be my captain. 
And he was also a captain at Sheffield United for a long time, Chris Morgan. Now, Chris Morgan, he is solid as a rock. And not only is he a great servant to the club, but he, like, like we said, he was a great captain. He is a no-nonsense defender. Um, he will put his body on the line, do anything he can to stop the ball going in the net. And is also a great asset to have at set pieces going forward, a bit like Maguire. He likes to attack an header, even though he didn't score that many. But he got on the end of quite a lot. In terms of right wing back, I've gone for an old classic. Now, some some fans may maybe remember his time across the pond. He's also now our under 18s manager, and that is Derek Geary. As as a as a right back, I thought he was phenomenal and what he did for the team. And I don't think we've had we we we've we have had other right backs coming through. We've had Kyle Walker, which again, Premier League winner. But in terms of Kyle Walker, when we sold him, he wasn't the player he was now. At the time, when we sold him, we had Walker and Kyle Norton. I thought Kyle Norton was a better player out of the two. But now, Kyle Walker's a better player. But Derek Gira, he, he's going into my best 11. I think defensively, he'll be great. And I think he'll be able to bring something going forward as well. <clears throat> to finish, finish off the defence... It's got to be Ender Stevens. Now, there was some other left left backs I were considering, sort of like Bromby, but going forward and attacking wise, Ender Stevens again. He was crucial for us to get in promote promotion to the Premier League, and it was crucial for us to get into the ninth place finish we did, and. That's why he's going to go into my left wing back position. And I, overall, I think we've got a, a great defender and a solid back back three, back five. So I'm happy with that. Now, what position would you like me to go through next, Jake? I think you've got to go with... Uh... One of two centre midfielders now. This will be a very interesting one. I've got to, I'm going to do the questions that the players you left out after you finished the 11th, I think. It saves me interrupting you quite a bit. So, no. um, I've got a few players in mind for the defence, just to warn you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, let's, let's go to midfield, centre midfield. So, first yeah. midfielder is Nick Montgomery. Now, he was a great servant to the, to the club as well. And he was sort of the assistant captain to Morgan. And Montgomery, technical-wise, it wasn't the best. But again, a bit like Chris Basher, he will give 110% for the red and white stripes. He'll, need, he'll leave nothing left on that playing field. Whatever, whatever happens, he'll give it all. And I've put him sort of a defensive-minded because he's not only is he defensive-minded, he's the one what will stop that ball 
again into our final third and is not again not not afraid to shy away from a big tackle. Now, the other centre mid, I've gone a bit different here, is Michael Brown. Or as people go, Michael Brown, my lord, Michael Brown. Now, Michael Brown on the ball, incredible. He can string a pass together. He's happy to bring the ball forward. And he knows how to score a peach of a goal. He scored some great goals in his career. And some of them being against Wednesday. And, and, and one Leeds. of them. <laughs> yeah, and Leeds. One of them. What a hit. So he's getting into he's getting into the midfield. Now Finishing off the midfield, attacking midfielders. I didn't know where to go for this because I didn't know to have a flat flat free. But there's going to be no surprise. Mark Duffy, the bounce colour himself. Now, for Mark Duffy, he's the sort of player Sheffield United is missing now. He can create chances. And he can put balls into positions what we don't have right now. But not only that, that goal he scored against Wednesday. I'm not going to go into too much detail because I spoke about that already on my podcast. But that goal against Wednesday, simple as that. That's all I'm going to say. Now, in terms of strikers... The first one is going to be Billy Sharp. I don't think there's any shock in that one. Now, again, Billy Sharp, it, it took him until his third sort of spell at the club to announce himself, but now he's always going to be a legend at the, at the lane. He scored over 100 Sheffield United League goals. And whilst being at Sheffield United, He's, de- he's also become the highest scoring Englishman since the turn of the century. Um, he, he overtook Rune for that. And not only that, with the, with the 100 plus goals he scored, he scored some peaches again. One of them, my favourites was against Leeds, which, which he on the volley. And Shrewsbury is another one where he, he, he's facing away from goal. He turns, hits it from 30 yards, finds the back of the net. So he's the, he's going to be up there as captain. I'm going to put him as assistant captain behind Chris Morgan, but I'd be happy to have Sharp as captain at any time. Now finishing it off, I've gone for an old classic, Brian Dean. If you don't know already, Brian Dean, the first ever goal scorer in the Premier League against Manchester United. But not only did this did this score the first Premier League goal, he knew where the back of the net as well is. Now, there was another striker I was close to putting in, which was Agana. And a lot of Sheffield United fans will know the, the Dean and Agana partnership was crucial. And when when they've both got sold, a lot of Sheffield United fans weren't happy. So 
that is my Sheffield United best 11. Okay. Um, we know the manager. What about the uh, the three subs then? So, subs. I am going to go for the striker as, as the first sub, and that's going to be Tony Garner. Again, how I said, yep. he's one of them where I could place a Garner with Sharp and we could have Dean and a Garner up top and that's that's just creating goals. That's just scoring goals for fun right there, those two players. The second one I'm going to go for is Jack O'Connell because he, he'd be able to replace Harry Maguire. He, he knows the system of the overlapping centre-backs. Just like this season, we've missed him. We're through, through to injury, but he's been crucial from the promotion. He's been crucial in, again, getting us to where we are now. So he's definitely going to be one where I'd happily replace. And the third one is going to be a midfielder and it's going to be John Fleck. One of the best midfielders we've got on a free. And he's he's done it all for us. He was there in League One, 100-point season. He was there for the promotion to Premier League, and he's still here now. And he got he's just got better and better as he's won, won the shirt. This season, being affected through injuries, so not the best performances. As Wilder said at one time, it was his brother playing Jimmy. <laughs> but in terms of going forward, and it, it's sort of like the Rockweiler, is the, the ankle biter in the team. Knows that he can do the dirty work and he also can attack. He's got an attacking minded. So that's my three subs. Interesting. A very good team you've got there. There was a few big names left out of that team fully. And uh, I'm sure a lot of Sheffield United fans who are watching this, if they are, would be questioning Phil Jagielka's absence. Yeah, well... He is one of those where he is a legend at the club. Mm. But I feel like Chris Morgan's, it was a very good save. And what Basham does and what Maguire did was great. And some fans sort of dis- disagree with Jagielka because of how he left. Sort of, ham- he gave the penalty away, handball. I, when Wigan scored to relegate us in 2006-07 season. But a lot of fans love him. I personally love him, but I do think we've got a strong back three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely is a strong back three. But, uh, but yeah, there's always there's got to be one left out, I guess, haven't they? Um, yeah. <laughs> left wing back, you probably don't like me for saying this, but uh, David Unsworth? Again, I know, I know, I know, he relegated you, but again, great, great player, but he got relegated us. And yeah. Ender Stevens has been there. He, he was the one what got us that ninth play finish. He was the team. He was in that yeah. team. The left wing back position was his position. So just just for the fact that he got us that high in a season, what none of us expected. How we're playing now is how a lot of a lot of fans perceived to go and happen in the first season. So 
that's why he's in there for me. Yeah. Uh, another one in midfield, uh, Michael Tong. Yep, he was one I was considering. Yeah. But again, he, he knows how to score. He knows how to find a back of the net with some peaches and some goals. Just like Jagielka, by the way. Some of the goals yeah. he scored, the one against Middlesbrough, phenomenal. Um, but I feel like you can either have one or the other, Michael Brown, Michael Song. I feel like they're two sort of players. It's a, I sort of feel like it's a Gerard Lampard situation with England. The two yeah. great players, but when they're together, they might not work. Now, they did work at the time, but for this instance, Montgomery, the defensive man in midfielder, Duffy, the attacking man in midfielder, Marco Brown, the one that will do both. And he can hit a ball from anywhere, especially in free kicks. No, no, absolutely. Um, what right wide wing back? Now, I'm not really, I don't know much about Derry Geary. Um, but one that I have seen the last few years, or two, in fact, at right wing back, it's not Carl Walker, because uh, obviously we didn't see the best of him at Sheffield United, but there are two that I would mention, and that's uh, start with Kieran Freeman. They're at League One Championship. But the other person I'm going to mention is the one who kept him out of the team that's currently there now, and that's uh, George Baldock. Well, this is the thing I considered. I considered a lot Kieran Freeman, and that's because the goals he contributed in the League One season. Again, he won us some of those games, and we got the promotion because of some of his goals. Mm -hmm. So it was the consideration. And George Baldock, again, he keeps him out of the team, but I just didn't want to make my best 11 all about the current players. I wanted to mix it up and match it up a bit. I mean, Henderson's, he's, he, he was current current player. Stevens still plays. Basham still plays. Sharp still plays. Duffy, a few seasons, a bit like Henderson. So I wanted to mix it up and match it a bit. And I feel like Derek Geary would fit this side well. Feel like he'd be able to replace the Kieran Freemans, the George Bowler, even the Jaden Bogles. Fair point. Um, strikers, I think, I have to agree with that definitely. A lot of our fans sing their names still to this day. But to my last question, and I'm sure you probably thought this was coming, it's manager. Now I know you're going to pick one of the two. It was Wilder, but what can you? What do you think of Neil Warnock? I absolutely love him. Now, he's a bit like Marmite now. You either love him or you hate him. Again, yeah. the reasons he left the club. But my, my issue is with Warnock is I feel like he's a championship manager and he's a really good championship manager. Mm -hmm. He's got multiple teams uh, promoted into the Premier League. Palace, QPR, us. It, he um, had a short stint at Rotherham where they were struggling and he got some results and Rotherham ended up survive, surviving that season. And he's now, he's doing a decent job at Middlesbrough. Not the best, not the worst. But when he, when he was managing the Premier League, he either got relegated or close. So I feel like just for that, what Wilder's done, yes, he could, he could class him as us getting relegated this season, but we've had a fantastic season under him the season before, so that's why I picked Wilder. And 
I feel like a lot of people say that Chris Wilder is probably the best manager we've had. Maybe, maybe some still say Bassett, but it's a toss up between them two. All right, fair point. I think that was great. A good team there. Good choice of manager, good choice of subs. A few yeah. questions, but overall, I think it's a good side, mate. So well done. Thank you. So, as you see, my best 11 guys, this is something we're going to bring into season two. So, if anyone wants to come into the season two and show their best 11, it can be any team, it could be on the national stage as well. So, with the Euros coming up, maybe if you wanted to do your best 11 or the 11 you choose for the, the England Euros, feel free to come on, guys. And we'd also be open to hearing your worst 11s if you'd be prepared to answer that question. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. We'll, we'll, we're now going to leave it there, guys. So thank you for watching. And be sure to check out the, the Fan of Fan podcast on YouTube, Spotify and Twitter. Thank you. And we'll see, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Goodbye.